Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. I feel like I'm going on holiday. I haven't left the country, so... <laughs> <laughs> not many people say that when they come to Scotland. So, <laughs> you know, well, I, you know, it's a place I would like to go. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's got its, it's got its perks. You know, the people are fantastic. That's what everyone says about Scotland. You know, you've got some great sites, highly Instagrammable mountains. Uh, you're guaranteed a good night out, and uh, the people are are the best. You know, I actually live in the south coast of England, but um, I'm back very regularly because the band is based here, obviously, so I don't get to miss it too much. You know, I'm always here, and uh, it's always nice to come back. Yeah, true, true. Well, uh, man, i got to say, thanks for joining us on the show. Welcome to Australia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not the much closest, this is the closest, closest I've come to Australia. I think we've had a couple of Australian interviews recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been top of it, top of our list to come and, and visit, really. Like, Australia and USA are very high on the list. Um, top two places right there, and uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. That's all right. I'm sorry, my uh, scenery isn't as interesting as yours, though. Oh, this is. I mean, this is just an industrial estate in Glasgow. You're not really. I'm not really showing you the sights here. You know, oh, it's cool. It's kind of metal. It's, you know, kind of metal. Yeah, I guess it could could be industrial estate. You know, that's where every metal band takes the freaking promo shoots. You know, that's a weird. So I guess. Really right. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, of course, brother, uh, you know, i got to say the new Bleed From Within album, Shrine, is out on June 3rd, and it's an absolute fucking banger of a record, and I think it perfectly represents the time period uh, which it was written, but uh, how much of that thing that shall not be named had an influence on its direction? Um, Honestly, not too much, man. We tried, we figured... Um... You know, there was a couple of pre-production names for songs that were called like Lockdown and, and things like that. And that's probably the only impacts it did. You know, we had demos named after a couple of the things that we were experiencing. But the, really, we tried not to focus on it too much. Uh, we figured that everyone else would be doing the same kind of thing. Uh, I thought it'd be very cliche to start singing about being locked in a house by yourself or being ravaged by some shit virus. So... um yeah, you know, I, I guess the one thing it did was there was a lot of self-reflection going on as we were, you know, you weren't socialising, you weren't in the normal sort of floor rhythm of life. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it forced us to kind of ask ask some questions of ourselves maybe that we hadn't done for a while. Um, so in that sense, it was it was an inspiring time for us. We were all, um, you know, we were working together just better than we ever have on this album it's, it was a very smooth process to put everything together and uh yeah it was it definitely had its challenging moments i'll put it that way we're still the band that kind of likes to get in a room and, and bash out ideas and stuff yeah. and we didn't really have that opportunity 
um, throughout this, the pandemic, obviously. So everything was just sent via emails and little ideas here and there. So that definitely changed the approach. I think the first time we actually sat down and got together was only a couple of months before I actually entered the studio to start tracking the drums. So wow. um, a, a different approach, but, you know, it, it worked and uh, everyone was very focused and uh, we're all on the same page. So there you go. Yeah. If you can hold it right there, because I'm, I'm getting some wind, some that Glasgow wind coming through the headphones. <laughs> that sounds about sounds sounds about right. Some, some oh, there it is again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but uh, of course, I mean, your last album Fracture came out in 2020. So, how soon after its release did you guys start, you know, getting onto Shrine? Like, how? That's just crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, we were straight into it, man. Um, as I mentioned, just just. Just before there, we are as a band and as a group of friends and musicians and people. We're just we're just feeling it at the moment. We're really inspired by one another. Um, everyone's just working together so well, and I think the response from our fans and from like old and new fans alike, basically over the last um, sort of three four years, has just been incredible. And we're we're vibing off that. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's really sort of lit a fire under us. Uh, lit a fire under us and. And it got us moving in the right direction, and that, that was really what what kept us moving with Shrine. As soon as we were done with Fracture, and the the dreaded lockdown started. We were uh, inspired, and we, we we decided to use that kind of time to, to really focus and turn our attention to the new material and just try and develop the sound that we were we'd, we'd established with Fracture. Because I've got to say, it it you can definitely tell the difference. Like it's almost like a before and after effect in a way. Like this this new one's got. Like it's a bit darker in vibe in some parts, and there's more yeah. layers, and and everything is ramped up like massively. Is that due to the more time you had to experiment? Like, I think I mean we wanted to do a bit more of this in Fracture, but we just didn't have the opportunity really. Um, we were I guess under a little bit more of a time constraint with Fracture. Yeah. Um, and we we were tapping into something there, but we just didn't have its full potential. And with Shrine, we were just kind of carrying on and being like, well, let's let's dig further into this. How do we create more textures? How do we add more layers? Like, how do we make this more of an immersive experience? And we're signing with Nuclear Blast Records, and you know the the, the opportunities that they allowed us, um, just with their investment in the band and the belief that they had in us, it allowed us to uh, really just to realise some of those production goals of ours. You know, man, I've got to say, like it's yeah, it's such a it's such a great album, dude. Like it's really really fucking good. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Thanks, man. I mean, we're, we're, we're still loving it, man. We're still at that point where, you know, if, if you don't like your own shit, then what's the point in doing it? So yeah, yeah. we've just released uh, today, we've just released a new single called Flesh and Stone. And uh, yeah, that's that's a personal favourite of mine. mine and too. just when it came out today, amazing. Good man. A man of good taste. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as, as soon as I was driving back home from Brighton to Glasgow last night and I was still driving at midnight and that's when the sort of track was released and just being able to put it on Spotify and listen to it again made it very real and I was like holy yeah. shit this is a great fucking song like yeah. just uh, you know we, we love our, our own stuff you know what I mean you're kind of selfishly you're kind of writing it for yourself uh, anyway you know you write the stuff that you want to hear so um, yeah every now and again just coming back to songs that you maybe haven't listened to for a couple of weeks or a couple of months uh, the flesh and stone was that for me when I heard it again last night. I was, yeah, that blast, pretty, pretty with that one, that blast, eh? 
and then the, the ability, like it's just yeah that that you know it, it was hard to pick favorites on this one it's really all right it's so much to like as i said like like that's a really good track um what's another good one like uh like stand down is a like bona fide face melter have you have yeah you, that's that's a that's that's about aggro that one isn't it oh it's good have you have you jammed that one live yet we haven't played any of the songs. We've played I Am Damnation live, but uh, yeah, Levitate, Stand Down, Flesh and Stone. These are all going to be debuted this weekend, really, at our first show of the year from Czech Republic. Wow, dude. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're excited, man. Do you know what I mean? It's, the response has been incredible to all the new material. I think the album's already over 5 million streams and we've only got four songs out. So for us, you know, it's, just the, it's the most commercially successful we've had to date. Um, and it's just been amazing to see how it's going down. So to bring these songs into our life capacity is really exciting, man, and we, we can't fucking wait. Man, and there's another one, Paradise. You know, when it opens up, yes. it's massively cinematic, man. It, it's like I could imagine it being, you know, in the cinema and, the, you know, it's like the movies under the tra- the, the trail music. So, hey, this could be something there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I mean, that was – we were going to – Paradise just found itself at the end of the album, basically, because we'd sort of pieced everything else together. And we were like, oh, shit, that's there. The plan was to make it more of a feature track and maybe have it in the middle of the album somewhere. But, you know, we're incredibly proud of that one. And I remember when Gunzi was writing it, he sent me the main sort of riff, and I think it was the verse. He sent over and he was like, Ali, I can't tell if this is really shit or really good. What do you think? And I was like, this is really fucking good. We should run with this. And... Uh, yeah, Kennedy's vocal performance on that just brought it to life. Um, we have the same girl from uh, Flesh and Stone, good mate of ours called Hannah. She provides some backing vocals in that song as well, which just gave it a whole new, just took it to another level, man, really. And, and that, the end game for this album was just to raise the bar and raise the level, um, everything that we kind of established through Era and Fracture. And when we went into it with Nolly and in terms of the mix and delivering that, um, obviously we self-produced ourselves, but... Nolly was a big part of the the overall sound, like the kind of mix that we wanted. And we discussed that for months and months prior to actually recording. And as soon as we got that first mix back, especially for Paradise, it was like, this is fucking special, man. Like, yeah. he understood the assignment, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it flows really good, man. Like, I I can't stop saying good things about it. And it, it the proof is in the pudding, as they say, because, I mean, the streams already are just blowing up you must be so pumped <laughs> but you know do you think that obviously you guys are influenced by a range of different bands but is there something about where you are and where you've grown up that sort of it, maybe is it environmental because you've got such a distinct sound within that as well yeah somebody once described this as if lamb of god had formed in gothenburg i thought that was quite nice <laughs> it's cool uh but yeah, I think, you know, we always joke about sort of coming from the cold, dark lands of Scotland. And I mean, the sun's out today. This is a rarity, don't, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I think we've always, we try not to look outside of our own lane too much and look at what's going on on the outside. We've kind of got the blinkers on when it comes to writing and we just get the head down and we just move forward. And what's important for us is just to consistently release better material, stuff that we consider to be better. And we're yeah. always our harshest critics. You know, there's absolutely nothing that anybody can say that we haven't already said about our music. You know, if somebody turns around to me and thinks, oh, you and Bleed from within, I think you guys are shit. I'm like, I've, I've, I've been there. I've called us that. 
But we're we're constantly looking to raise that bar, and you know, with each album, we're kind of at that point. We're like, right, we're not shit. And then when we start writing the next one, you go into that mentality of right, well, we have to do better. Um, and I think we'll always have that. We'll always strive for that level of you know, there is no such thing as perfection, but we'll we'll always hunt for that, and we'll always continue to push ourselves and push each other, and just see what's possible within the realms of of the band, you know. So yeah, just constantly pushing and constantly moving and trying not to look outside our own lane. I mean, it's definitely, I'd like to say it's the Scottish tinge. It's Scottish metal. Glas- Glaswegian metal. Glaswegian. That's, is that an actual term? That's rad. Glaswegian. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what you call somebody from Glasgow is a Glaswegian. That's cool. It's like- then you get a Dundonian from Dundee. You get an Aberdonian from Aberdeen. And then you get a cunt from Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> That was a that was a joke by Kevin Bridges, a very famous Scottish comedian. Uh, one, yeah. I wouldn't know the difference. You could have just owned that. You could have just stolen that completely, and I would have been like, "That's the greatest thing I heard." Yeah, I know. But somebody will see this and be like, "That guy's plagiarism." We don't, we're not a fan of that. So, uh, yeah. Good time. Shout, shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin Bridges. If you haven't seen his stuff. Go on YouTube and check him out. He's fucking hilarious. I'll check it out for sure. But um, I mean, here's another thing: is you know, in a couple of years' time, the band's going to be turning twenty. That's twenty years of kicking ass and taking names, my friend. I mean, how many bands make it yeah. past ten? You know, what are your thoughts on looking back on your journey and and where to you you are now and where that you're headed? I mean, it seems like the next chap chapter is really going to blow up. Well, that's that's kind of the name. There's a bit of that in the name of Shrine. <clears throat> like, um, we obviously had Ira discussed, uh, you know, a, a large period of time that we were away and what we were re- re- sort of reflecting on. Fracture was a very sort of broken album, as the name implies. Yes. Um, and that was us kind of trying to recover and, and make the most out of a bad situation and really channel that positive energy. And Shrine is more this kind of, like I mentioned earlier, this kind of self-reflection and looking at what we've achieved now. Like, I've, the band's been going for 17 years. That's more than half my adult life uh, that we've dedicated to this. And we are far from over. If anything, we're just at the beginning of the journey that we're, we're really trying to make. So to be 17 years in and to be this hungry and have the passion for it that we still do, you know, Shrine is, the band is our Shrine, like what we dedicate ourselves to blindly throw ourselves to this. Um, and we're just having great fun doing it, you know, especially at this point, you know, as things are starting to change and, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing a bit of buzz about the band, the fan base is growing, the shows are getting crazier. It's just, it's fun for us. We've wanted it for 17 years. You know, you kind of, you put your head down, you work. There's going to be periods of time where you think it's not going to happen, but we've had fun throughout the entire process uh, and we cherish those moments. And I think, yeah, I mean, like I said to you earlier, I think just the bar that we set for ourselves, we're constantly trying to push that. And, and we're only, we're our, we're our own harshest critics. And we will constantly push ourselves. Uh, nobody else will get get out of us what we can get out of each other, you know. Um, so that that's the goal ultimately, is just to keep having fun of what we're doing and keep raising the bar. And we're not going to fucking stop. That's the way to do it, brother. Because I mean, you you guys have done some incredible gigs, man, as well. Like Bloodstock, I saw that footage of Blood Bloodstock last year. Um, dude, <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, I mean, again, that's us kind of realizing some production goals that we've wanted or we've had for production dreams that we've had for years, you know, getting Pyro on a stage and stuff. The first time we did that was the Download Pilot event last year. And that really turned some heads. You know, we were the only band of Pyro over the weekend. People didn't read the small print, basically, but I did. So I knew that we could get some in there. 
and then we did we did the same we did the same at uh, Bloodstock. Um, we had the video wall that we could use. Uh, Gunzi and our singer Kennedy and the bass player Davy. Uh, they all work in digital animation sort of stuff, so they were able to create these incredible visuals that we'd sort of teased before with them um, viral hysteria. But um, yeah, we were able to just employ this in a live show with the pyro. It just it was an incredible effect, man, and it, you could see how that production just has an effect on your audience, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, so it, it's been great to see those things come to life, and you know that's very much going to be part of our show as we move forward. We just need people to start paying us more money, and then uh, we'll make it more fun. I got to say though, like uh, you're pretty safe back there, I guess, with the with the pyro. But you know, the dudes at the front have got to watch their eyebrows, right? Yeah, they got to watch the ponytails, mate. That's the yeah. that's the scary thing. <laughs> but yeah, wondering... I, I'm pretty I'm pretty safe, but man, it's there's some heat you get off pyro. I mean, you can feel it in the audience, but when you're on stage and it goes off, like even I get sort of hit of fucking hell, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we've got a band here called North Lane. Have you heard of those? North Lane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw them a couple of weeks ago, and they had the pyro, and I was I was down in the little little pit area, and I was like, you know. I felt like I needed to get out like some snags, some sausages, or some marshmallows and, and marshmallows. Yeah, it's know, a free, just, it's a free, it's a free trim for you as well. If you're down the front, you know, just so he's <laughs> got like my eyebrows, no eyebrows left. But uh, it, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, it works. I got no hair. I got, I, I got rid of my pony, ponytail, so I'm all good there. But um, but of course, I mean, you've just you've done so much. Is there anything left on the bucket list for you? Um, it goes back to what we were saying. There's no real. Well, I tell a lie, right? There's a venue in Glasgow, a very famous venue called the Battlelands. And I think once we headline the Battlelands, you could probably kill us, and we'd be happy. We'd die happy after that, you know. Uh, but that's just a real. That's just a personal goal because we grew up in Glasgow, going to see gigs there. It's, a, it's an infamous, a world famous venue, you know. Um, so we'd love to headline that, but. Really, it's just constantly we're going to be consistently pushing ourselves, man. And after every goal, there's always another, you know. Like after we do that, Battlelands will be like, what else? You'll be like, oh, there's this thing, this thing, this thing. And every sort of every aspect of our lives and careers, there's there's um, barriers and goals to be to be smashed, and we're just going to continue to do that. So I can't put my finger on any one thing. All I can say is that I, I hope we are able to continue to do this. Um, for as long as we possibly can, because we've got no intention of stopping or slowing. Man, because I mean, you've you've toured with Megadeth and Lamb of God as well. Yeah, yeah. Some, I mean, that stuff's pretty crazy, man. Like with Lamb of God's, just for them to become peers and like friends that mm. you know you just jump out for a cigarette after the show or something, and you know just sit and chat to Randy, or you know after the show they just float into your dressing room for a beer or whatever. You're like. To have that kind of camaraderie with them is is amazing. Like, um, it's funny growing up listening to them and then getting to that point. But again, you just you take it in your stride, and you're incredibly sort of humbled and, and grateful for the opportunities that are presented. Planning on traveling this summer. 
Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 